Welcome to Red Pill Torah, calling believers from man's institutions to God's instructions. Benjamin Franklin is quoted as saying, if you fail to plan, you are planning to fail. I'm Tim. And I'm Miss. When he said that, maybe he was thinking of Proverbs 20, verse 4. It says, the lazy person doesn't plow because it's cold outside. That's why he will beg in harvest time and have nothing for himself. Let's talk about it. If you didn't know, the Torah is the first five books of the Bible. Understanding and believing the Torah gives context to the rest of the Bible, and the Bible is all about Yeshua the Messiah. You can email us at redpilltorah at gmail.com, find us at our website, www.redpilltorah.com, follow us on redpilltorah.podbean.com, on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, YouTube, or wherever you hear your favorite podcasts. We'd love to hear from you. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And a big shalom to our listeners in Hawaii and Hong Kong. Listen out for Red Pill Tour on a radio station near you. Red Pill Tour is an outreach of B'nai Ephraim Messianic Ministries and Assembly. Find us on the web at BEMMA.org. Today's topic is very different from our usual podcast. Like every episode, we pray that it's a blessing to you. This is a topic that we have some experience with, and there are others who have much more knowledge than we do. Still, we hope to point you in a good direction and give you a loving shove to make some moves. Among the people I encounter and chat with, most agree that times are getting worse. Believers and non-believers of all political persuasions, social economic status, and age groups see growing trouble concerning the economy, race relations, religion, nations, and families, not to mention with natural disasters and man-made accidents like, you know, the train derailment. Most days start out looking like any other day, right up to the time when it happens. Our oldest daughter and son-in-law experienced some turmoil a few years ago in the major U.S. city where they lived. Protests regarding political and social issues had become very volatile. At that time, people were setting fires to government buildings, even as they destroyed businesses and other property. Those are really terrible times, Daddy. Mm-hmm. People even began to break into ATM machines using explosives. At one point, gunfire could be heard not far from their home. It was at that point that they decided to grab their kids and go to a safer place a couple hundred miles away. I was so proud of them. Our daughter had every go bag packed and ready to go, and our son-in-law had the plan for where to go and how to get there. Before long, they were out of town and out of danger. Emergency preparedness was the theme of the hour, and is the theme for today's topic. Hey, that was a smooth segue, Mama. Thank you, Daddy. Now, I'm sure our listeners are wondering what emergency preparedness has to do with the Torah. We usually give a chapter and verse or two or three or more to explain spiritual truth to our listeners. This time, we want to help you to preserve your natural life, which will give you more time to do Yehovah's work in this world. Mm -hmm. Times are so volatile these days that at any time, we may need to relocate without notice. If you don't have to stop and think about the things to take with you, or don't have to rush to your home to collect items, you're much better off. Exactly. In the Bible, one might read about the parable of the ten virgins and say, 
I'm going to make sure I have my oil ready for the return of Yeshua. We read about Israel leaving Egypt in the story of the Passover, and we think, when Moshe gave the instructions, that was the time to start packing to leave. Mm. Anyone who has had to pack for a trip knows it takes planning to be sufficiently prepared to go. This is such an important concept that the book of Proverbs gives us two messages in the same word. Proverbs 22 and 3 and Proverbs 27 and 12 both say the following. A prudent man foresees the evil and hides himself, but the simple pass on and are punished. The Hebrew word translated as prudent is arum. It is first used to describe the serpent in the Garden of Eden. Genesis 3 verse 1 says, The serpent was more arum than any beast of the field which Jehovah Elohim had made. Now think of arum as cunning, or being able to figure out a way to influence an outcome. Arum can be used for good or evil. In the case of Proverbs 22 and 27, it is clearly a desirable quality. Our goal today is to stimulate your arum so that you will take actions to be prepared in the event of a sudden calamity, threat, or evil time. Do some small things now to make it easy on yourself later. Our Bible warns us of perilous times in which the fallen character of humankind will be clear to see. As we read the Bible, we can recognize that perilous times are already here. With that in mind, let's talk about go bags. What we will share is an introduction to the topic. There are many videos on YouTube made about go bags as well as on the internet. We urge you to look them up for more uh, details and information. Mm -hmm. So we'll define a go bag as an easy to manage collection of items that may help you if you find yourself needing to relocate quickly or if you're cut off from your usual routine. I heard one gentleman talk about driving from a business trip on a remote road when his vehicle just stopped running. He was far from civilization, unable to get his car started on his own, and so he decided to make a call and he was waiting for a repair truck to arrive. Now, because he knew someone was coming with help, he decided to wait in the car, and having items in his go bag were useful in keeping him hydrated, safe, and comfortable until help arrived. Backpacks make great go bags, as long as they're easy for you to carry and manage. A go bag that's too heavy for you is no good. Agreed. Most go bags are packed with a variety of things, depending upon the needs of the person carrying it and where it's stored for use. For instance, in Tim's example, the go bag is left in the vehicle in the event the driver needs it, whether they stay in the vehicle or leave out on foot. Another type of go bag might be packed for a toddler. In it are the things that they might need in addition to things they can snack on or play with. Yet another type of go bag can be even smaller, something that a woman might keep in her purse in the event of an emergency, be it for first aid needs or protection. In this podcast, we will talk about my two favorite go bags, the one for your vehicle and the one for home. Most go bags have these similar things, sustenance, hydration, protection from the elements, security, lighting, and communication. Tim, let's add one more encouragement. Okay. I think the go bag for the car 
could include at least the following items. A comfortable pair of walking shoes, because you know having sore feet can make getting home on foot pretty slow. Yeah, true. A hat, gloves and shades, a rain poncho in the event of rain, of course, some cash and small bills, a solar or portable battery for your phone, um, a bottle of water, snacks with a long shelf life like nuts, candy, energy bar or crackers, uh, a water filtration straw, a flashlight, a mylar shelter, a mylar blanket or sleeping bag, a couple of contractor bags, matches with tinder, a small first aid kit, a small shovel, tissue paper and wet wipes if you need to blow your nose or do the other thing, a pen and paper, uh, something to help with security, of course, and a Bible. That's the encouragement, Daddy. Okay, Mama. Amen. You know, although it seems like a lot to carry, this is really a light backpack. If you have to abandon your vehicle and walk someplace that may require more than one day's journey. All of these items can be a help to you or someone else because, as I always say, it's better to have and not need than to need and not have. You know what I mean? Yes, Mama. I get it. And depending on your health needs, you can include any medication that you take regularly in your backpack or go bag. With it left in your vehicle, you're always ready. Exactly. Now, for the go bag at home, you will need the same items as you had in the car go bag, only more. And why is that, Mama? That is because the home go bag is for when you're planning to be away from your home for more than a couple of days. The car go bag is to help you to get home safe. The home go bag is for having preparations if you have to leave your home. Mama, this is starting to feel kind of real. Yes, it is. This bag would be useful if one had to leave their home with short notice due to imminent natural disasters like flooding, earthquakes, or wildfires, or even man-made ones like political persecution, riots, or war. Whatever may come, we do know that perilous times are coming, and some are already here. So what do we need for our home go bag? Everything that's in the car go bag. However, you might want to include more non-perishable food items, a change of weather-appropriate clothing, a compass, a map, a more comprehensive hygiene kit, like something with a toothbrush, toothpaste, soap, hair comb, a more comprehensive first aid kit, with medication in it for bug bites, headaches, cuts, scrapes, or whatever medication you may need. Mm -hmm. A portable stove and mess kit. A mess kit has a pot and a pan and a plate and a cup and utensils. You might want to bring a, a wagon or a cart to transport your extra goods, like a bigger tent or extra food if you're traveling with your family. Speaking of family, the children need to understand the importance of carrying their own go bag, mm -hmm. how to use what's in it, and to know that just like the Most High kept and protected the children of Israel when they were in the wilderness those 40 years, He will keep and protect us as we keep His commandments and follow His instructions. Amen, Daddy. We know that these preparations are not the end-all be-all, and I am sure that you, our family in Yeshua, might be able to think of additional things that would be helpful to have as well. Like we suggested, 
Please do your own research and keep your hope, trust, and faith in our Heavenly Father. Just like Yah instructed Noah to prepare, we need to be prepared too, keeping our spiritual ears open to His instructions and being ready to act immediately. So, what would you do if you discovered that the way you live your life and some of your beliefs were out of line with God's instructions? Would you take the blue pill and forgo preparing because thinking about this is too stressful or scary? Or would you take the red pill and do what you can do so that when you do get more information from the Most High, you will be ready? Only you can answer that question. And we hope your answer will be by starting to prepare today. If you have already, let us know. We'd love to hear from you. There's so much more to discuss regarding preparation, but we hope this was a good start. Now, if you would like to suggest other things that you think should be added to the list or would like to leave a comment, text us at 320-RED-PILL. Well, that's all we have time for. If this has been a blessing to you, please share this with your family and friends. And thank you for your prayers, your word of encouragement, and listening to Red Pill Torah, where you can handle the truth. truth.